Hello, Rasa. Hi, Dad. How are you today? I am wonderful. I am so wonderful to hear that. Is that even a phrase? Uh, who knows? Why not? All right. Wonderful will be. Are you ready for the third of our three episodes where we go behind the scenes and share it with our audience? I sure am. Excellent. Let's do it. lot of the same question from different listeners and recently we got it from a listener named marvin in toronto he said i love the music you use in the show can you tell me more about it and we decided to have a whole behind the scenes episode right yes we have the songwriter and guitarist nick de caesar as our special guest welcome nick thanks you guys what an honor so let me see if I've got this right, Nick. This is the facts as I know them, but feel free to fact check. You grew up in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where you were in lots of bands. Then you went to Northwestern University, where you double majored in biology and classical guitar. Then you went to the grad school in wildlife biology at the University of Montana. And you're now the lead moose biologist for Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks by Day, and a rock star for our podcast by night. Is that about right? That sounds amazing. I, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Put that on your bio. The last part especially, yes. All right, so Rossi, you had a first question for Nick. Oh, yeah. When did you learn to play guitar, and did you learn any other instruments too? Wow. Well, I took piano lessons when I was little and never really bonded to the piano. And then I remember when I learned to play guitar was in fifth grade. And I started playing with my mom's guitar and figured out how to play Sunshine of Your Love. And then after that, it was all I wanted to do. And so I, I started in fifth grade and it's kind of been part of my life ever since. What is the difference between classical guitar and rock music guitar? Is the guitar itself different or is it just how you play it or the songs or styles? Yeah, it's all of those things. The guitar itself for classical guitar is usually a little different. It's a nylon string guitar that's built a little differently than steel string or electric guitars that are used in more the music we hear on the radio. So the guitar itself, it's, yeah, it's got a wider neck, different strings. It's a shorter neck. There are those physical differences. And then one of the things that I didn't really know until I started doing it was for classical guitar you have to grow out your fingernails on your right hand and take really good care of them with sandpaper and all kinds of special tricks to keep your fingernails as smooth as possible. And that's, I think, unique to classical guitar. And then the music itself is, it's all kinds of differences between pop and rock music and classical music, which is not specific to guitar, but just, yeah, lots of differences there in terms of how it's written and who listens to it, I guess. What do you think about that fingernail detail, Rasa? I'm learning to play classical with a guitar, and mom always tells me to cut my fingernails, so. Well, it's on your hand that's doing all the work pushing down the strings. Short fingernails are really important. And when I started in, in college playing it, my teacher used to begin every lesson by showing me how to file and sandpaper my fingernails on the other hand, because as you start playing faster stuff, you really need those nails. They become like little picks on each string. 
And when I used to occasionally crack a nail, she would show me how to take a piece of ping pong ball and this special silk fabric and super glue a little bit of fake nail in there to fix it. So for those years of my life, I was obsessed with my fingernails. <laughs> Your band, when you made this song, was called Furniture. How did you come up with that name? And can you spell it? Furniture is furniture with a TH. Oh, that is a good way to say it. Why don't we ever explain it to people that way? And have you ever, have you ever thought of, have you ever just said something that after you say it, you think, well, that would be a good band name. Just like a, a couple words that you string together. If you haven't, you should start thinking about that. Like as you talk throughout your life and you, every now and then you just say something kind of weird, just it comes out and then you think that could be a good band name. That's pretty much how we came up with Furniture. And it was, it was pretty fun to try to think of a, of a band name. That's a pretty fun part of being in a band is that, that <laughs> step of naming it. But there's really no good reason to ever name a band Furniture. <laughs> you noted. You were in a rock band this summer at Girls Rock Camp. What was the name? What was our name? Oh, right. The Masked. It was all girls, so we're the Masked Madams. Ooh, I like it. So the music we use on the show comes from a pretty funny song called Punch Me in the Face. It's like a reverse love letter where you're asking someone to do all these mean things to you. Punch you in the face, insult your mom, drag your bed outside. Do you remember if you wrote the music for it first or the words? Well, that one, the music is pretty simple, just a couple chords. So I think they probably did come at the same time. You know, I hadn't written a lot of songs at that point. I, I more was used to writing guitar parts. And so for me, the guitar parts, the music always came first until I became in this band with just two people and somebody had to be the singer. So I guess I got stuck with being the singer. And then I started to think about writing words and things like that. This song was probably one of the first times where I wrote guitar and words all in one at the same time. So Rasa has never heard the whole song before. So <laughs> I thought what I'd do is play it, get her reaction, and then let her ask any final questions. Is that all right with you if we play it? Sure. Without further ado, Punch Me in the Face by Furniture.
What'd you think? What was it like listening to the whole song? Was it funny to be I like, this it. is it the beginning funny. of our show, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> we're that, rocking out. Yes, I really liked it. It's telling a joke, but it's in song form, so that's fun. <laughs> There's some yeah, heart behind it, too, though, isn't it? There's some sarcasm in there. <laughs> Did you feel like jumping up and thrashing your head around when it got a little faster? Not really, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> I don't really jump around and thrash my head. Yes. Maybe uh-huh. doing a, a headstand and a somersault? Sounds better. Excellent. Well, <laughs> I think I had one final question, but did you have any other questions, Kit? I don't think so. My question was, what, if any, is the connection for you between studying music and studying moose? Ooh. You know, one surprising connection with music and wildlife biology is math. And I wouldn't have guessed it, but when I was studying music and learning about classical music and how it's created, there's a lot of math or parallels to math in terms of composition of music. That was really cool. And then certainly as I started learning how to do science and especially in the wildlife field, the way that we turn all the things we see in the field into science and into answers. There's a ton of math that comes in the middle there to make sure that the the things that we are concluding are are correct or sound. So I think that's probably the the most direct connection between music and moose is math. Three M's for you. (laughs) Do you bring a guitar when you go out in the field? I think I, 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 no. (laughs) That would be... That would be fun, though. Maybe you could charm the moose into coming out and circling around you by playing your guitar. Ooh, that, that would be a big breakthrough. I'll try it and see if it works. Thank you so much for your time and your music. It's so awesome to have you with us at the beginning and the quarter mark and the halfway mark and the three-quarter mark and the end of every show. You're playing five sets an episode for us it is a complete honor and i'm so excited to be listening to you guys and to be a little tiny piece of that is really special for me so yes thank you for that and it's just fun to to see you guys and hear your voices yeah again thank you so much for being the music in our podcast You Must Know Everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith, and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Thurniture. Learn more and submit your own vexing questions at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Android, Spotify, or however you like to listen, and hear dozens of previous episodes for free. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. And please join us next time for everything you need to know.